The following is a paid program on this station. Aging Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan, my way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich, as well as his co-host, Tariq Ansari. And good morning. Welcome to Agent Options. I am Tarek Ansari. Rajiv Nagayich alongside me. We have an exciting show coming up for you today. A lot of things to talk about, including what will prevent you from being able to live out your life in your own home. And that's not all that we'll be talking about. There are plenty of other stories we'll talk about. One will be the toolkit that you need to have if you are aging alone. No spouse, no children, no worries. You can do it. And that's not the kind of toolkit you can find at Home Depot. We'll tell you about it ourselves. <laughs> also, what is more important, you liking your doctor or you liking your care? Well, guess what? Rajiv, guess what? They're not the same. We'll tell you about that as well. <laughs> Imagine that. And struggling with lifetime of COVID restrictions, my God, it doesn't seem to end. Well, you're not alone. How the heck do you cope with the new emerging realities of masks going away and large crowds starting to gather again? Anxious? You want to yeah. listen to this one. No doubt about that. And speaking of realities, the reality is we're really here to hear your story. And we are here with you until 11 o'clock for your calls. Questions you may have about topics we've talked about today or in the past, maybe something that's on your mind that we can help you with, that Rajiv can help you with. Give us a call. 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. We'll be taking calls momentarily, but in the meantime, let's get into these stories, Rajiv, that were provided to us by Tony Bolin. He does a great job with these, and they're all available on the agingoptions.com website. You can go to the little blog post thing here and see all the stories that we talk about today and all the ones we've mentioned in past weeks. Now, first and foremost, when it comes to aging in place, most 50-plus adults say they are ready, but their homes are not, Rajiv. So this is a bit of a, a, bit of a concern for American adults uh, who want to live out their life in their own home. Of course, that's very sensible. But in some cases, their homes are not prepared for this kind of investment in the future. Well, that's one aspect of it, and, and properly addressed in this article. And there's other things also that should be addressed because a home alone is not going to do it. But here's the reality. Why is it a surprise anymore after years of this issue being researched? And this is a new research coming out from University of Michigan. Uh, it's a national poll on healthy aging. They're saying to people, how many of you would like to live out your life in your own home? Well, guess what? About 9 out of 10 Americans are saying, I want to be able to live out my life in my own home. We know that. And then you take a look at the Stanford University study and say, well, yeah, I mean, that's what we all want to do. How many people actually do live out their lives in their own home? And that answer is very different. Oh, about 30%. So the chances that mm. you'll be able to live out your life in your own home 
without doing proper planning around the whole thing is about 30%. Not bad, but that means 70% chances are that despite this hope, you're not going to be able to live out your life in your own home, right? I mean, so that's the, the basic genesis. And this article does a good job of saying, okay, well, why? Why does that happen? And in this survey, they're asking, okay, what does it take for somebody to be able to live out their life in their own home? There are three different characteristics, the three issues you need to address. And the first one, the very obvious one is, do you have a house that will be able to accommodate your aging needs? And turns out that majority of Americans do not have such a home. In a long time back, Tariq, I read a study that if you take a look at the American with Disabilities Act and you look into all the features that are needed to make a house totally age-friendly, less than 5% of all American homes will actually qualify for that. So that is bad news. But then you start looking at that and saying, well, that's not too bad, you know, because not everyone needs a, a, a wide, wide, uh, this thing, hallway, because most of us are not going to need a wheelchair. We'll be okay using a walker or something in the house. Um, so not everything. And this, this study actually is pointing out that about half the house, houses in America will absolutely not be able to accommodate your aging issues. But that's just one thing this article talks about. Tarek? No, absolutely. And uh, the, the other thing I, I love about this article is that transitions into the second one we're talking about today, and that is, are you aging alone? And uh, so Jim Miller uh, had a, a savvy, not just a senior column, a savvy senior column that offered helpful <laughs> tips for elder orphans. My grandmother, uh, unfortunately, is one of these individuals. So I think this is a great opportunity for people to look, if they're in this situation, for them to like, you know, familiarize themselves and realize that they're not alone in living out their life alone, you know, if that makes sense. Right, and and, uh, and and these two articles go really well together because the complete story about the whole thing is it's one thing to wish for something and it's another thing to have a plan to have that outcome come true, right? So it's one thing to wish to say that I want to live out my life in my own home and the other one is to say that I will actually accomplish that. And the first article talked about you need an age-friendly home and the second article, if you're alone, it means the second component that you're going to end up needing or in, in, in this dynamic is, alone or not, if you do fall ill, you're going to need somebody to look after you. And we don't have, we are not in the, in the time period in our lives right now where uh, robots have advanced to the point where they can do everything for us. And even if the robots do come up, which I think will be a help for a lot of people, I am not quite so sure that the ro robots will be as well easily embraced as human beings are. Right. But that day is not here today. We don't even need to worry about that, how that's going to play out. The reality is you do need to pull together all the pieces. If you fall ill, who will be the one who will pay your bills, file your taxes, talk to your doctors, talk to the medical community, help make decisions that you are making for yourself today, but you will not be able to make when you're ill. You do need an informal support network. And who is that going to be? And if it is going to be amongst from your friends and family members, do you worry about becoming a burden on them? If you worry about being a burden on them, then how are you going to plan differently? Right? This article kind of points the second piece of the whole thing out, which is not only will you need a house that is age-friendly, but you also are going to need an informal support network. And it gives you all sorts of uh, tips that you need to get essential documents. You need to 
choose who your decision makers and helpers are going to be. And then you need to give them some resources to work with and you just don't turn, turn yourself loose on them. And the reality, of course, is that, you know, it's easier said than done. This article, Tariq, when I read this one, I was thinking, okay, if I'm a consumer, I, I, I'm just about retiring and I'm thinking about retiring sometime soon, and this catches my eye, yeah, how much practical advice does it give me other than just the normal, same old, same old, that you need to go get a set of uh, traditional estate planning documents, last will and testament, powers of attorney, all those things. And there's very little meat to it. This is, again, the same regurgitation. There's a lot missing in here. And if you, if you don't want to miss out on something, that's what aging options is all about. So there are two ways you can go ahead and complete that circuit. One is you can call us today, right, Tarek? What Absolutely. number are they going to call? Well, I'll tell you, Rajiv, here's the number they're going to call. 1-800-465-8770. Again, once again, 1-800-465-8770, Rajiv. So 800-465-8770. That's what you can do. Just pick up the phone, call us. We can talk about, look, you are thinking about retirement. Nobody wants to go ahead and think negatively about retirement. We all want to think about retirement being a time that we are flying to an exotic destination. We are spending time with our friends in exotic places. We are dining. We are writing a book. We are climbing Mount Kilimanjaro and all sorts of fun things. Those are things we want to think about. What we don't think about very much, sadly, which gets us in a pickle, is that that's all good. We can travel. We can spend time with friends and family and other things while we are healthy. But when our health starts failing us, how are those years going to turn out for us? And what can we do from a planning perspective today to ensure that even those years are going to be just about as good as the years are when we were healthy, and you can actually do that. And if you want to know how, go to the next seminar that we do at Aging Options. For 22 years, I've been bringing this story out. We've, I have helped well over, close to at this point in time, close to about 10,000 individuals all over the country. Are you one of them? Can you honestly say that you have done the planning in such a way that you are going to grow old, never end up in a care community, not become a burden to your loved ones, and you're going to be protecting all your money from uncovered medical and care costs. Can you say that? If not, you need to go to one of the upcoming seminars. And I have to ask, Rajiv, now that you've mentioned it, uh, you, you said, you know, we obviously last couple of weeks you had seminars and not only do yeah. you have them you had them in places that you know you probably had not explored before uh, commonly they've been in federal way and you had one in Tacoma a few weeks ago and then last week if I'm not wrong you had one in Bellevue so I have to ask like how did those go and uh, when the next one is for uh, interested listeners they went great they always go great I mean there's hardly any time that I can have a, a group of people come to the seminar and say boy that was a waste of time uh, that that <laughs> almost has never happened there was a time when to say hey after the seminar kind of stick around if you have not learned even one new thing if you didn't learn anything new stick around and I'll go buy you lunch and I've never yet bought that lunch right <laughs> so I know it hits the mark when you do it because this is about you 
Uh, and this is the, the, the brilliance about these, these things. The seminars were great. I, I love the fact that more people are coming out. I know there's a concern about, you know, there's still the pandemic somewhere lurking in the background. It's raising its head, its head by B2, whatever the, the variant now running around is. And so people are, are rightfully concerned. And some people are masked, some people are not. It's totally going to be up to you. So how you feel comfortable, we will do our level best to give you a safe environment to take control over your life. But the brilliance of the whole thing is this. Typical retirement planning, Tarek, goes something like this. You know, you, you kind of are somewhere about 50, 55, you start thinking about retirement. And then the first focus in retirement is financial planning. How much money will I need? How am I invested? Do I Should I buy a long-term care policy or not, right? These are things that you go start seeing people around. So there's a financial planner you go see for your investments. There's an insurance agent go you see for your long-term care insurance policies, etc. And then you make some of those decisions. Then kind of life goes on. You're thinking, okay, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Then you turn 65. And what happens at 65? You're going to enroll in Medicare, Boy, that's a decision and a half. Should I get Medicare traditional? Should I get Medicare Advantage? How am I going to solve that problem? Will my doctor even accept Medicare uh, if I if I change from my private insurance? Uh, what is the donut hole? You know, all these questions, we muddle through that at 65. And we're thinking, okay, now I've got retirement plan. Look, I've got a good health insurance policy. I've got the money and the financial situation done. Then we start going a little deeper into retirement, and then we start thinking about, oh, housing. Should I be maybe modifying my house? Should I put a ramp? Should I get a walk-in bathtub? Should I think about maybe moving? How is this going to impact my children? Should I look into a reverse mortgage? So all of a sudden, this whole new set of things we are going to do at a separate time, seeing separate people, right? And then somewhere along the way, we'll realize I need to do legal planning. We'll go see a and the state planning attorney and the state planning attorneys are going to do wills and trusts and powers of attorney. And, and the focus of all of that is going to be to get you ready if you become ill, if you die. So you do a lot of planning. It takes years for the average person to go ahead and cobble everything together. And what does that give you? A 30% chance of success in retirement, right? We spend thousands of dollars, countless number of hours trying to pull everything together and we get a 30% chance of success. Why? There are two problems with traditional planning. Problem number one, every planner that you're going to go see, your doctor you go see, your financial planner, your insurance agent, your lawyer, your accountant, all these professionals you go see, everyone wakes up every day in the morning and says, what can I do to help my clients succeed in retirement? Nobody wakes up trying to derail your life. They all do. But do they ever, do we ever as professionals sit around a table and say, you know, we are all helping Tarek plan for his retirement. Let's exchange notes and see that there's nothing that I am doing that may come back to hurt what you're doing and nothing you're doing that may come back to hurt us doing. So we never coordinate our efforts. Everyone may have a different idea about what your retirement planning needs to be. And therefore, we'd pull a retirement plan that is full of gaps and holes. It never really comes together because we have got different perspectives. That's one problem. And the second problem is this. The second, and this is the more important problem that you need to understand. Why retirement fails is because what we want out of retirement is not necessarily what the professionals are telling us we need to work on when it comes to retirement planning. Let me give you some simple examples. What do you want out of retirement? Right? I think if I say what I want out of retirement is to live a healthy life, be able to travel, spend time with friends and family, and do all sorts of fun things, 
Yep, that connects. And then when I, if I say this to you, that I also want to be able to live out my life without ending up in a nursing home, without becoming a burden to other people, without dying broke. Yep, that connects. So we want to be able to live out our lives doing fun stuff and avoiding institutional care, becoming a burden, not dying broke, right? That connects. Now, you start thinking about, you go down to a lawyer. What is the lawyer going to ask you to do? Oh, what you need to plan around are three problems. You could die. You're not going to take anything with you. Who do you want to leave the stuff to when you die? You could become ill. Somebody will have to pay your bills, manage your health care. Who do you want to name in your power of attorney to do that? And the power of attorney is only as good as while you're living. So this is a document that says, and who do you want to put in charge of your life until such time that you die? And the third document you'll create is a living will. Uh, do I want a feeding tube if I was in a coma? In other words, how do I want to die? So the lawyer is saying, your problem that you need to solve is, who gets what when I die? How do I die? Who's going to manage my stuff till I die? What were your goals? I want to live a healthy life, travel, do fun stuff, not end up in a nursing home, not become a burden, not die broke. Did we address any of those issues? No. You go to a financial planner. What is the financial planning industry going to tell you to do? You need to accumulate money. You need to buy products. You need to have a long-term care insurance policy. And so you bought one. I challenge you, go look at the long-term care policy, see if there is any clause in that policy that says, now that you have the policy, you will never die broke. Oh, there is no such clause. Long-term care is just more money. So the holy grail of financial planning is money, money, money. The more money, the better off you are. And then you see Casey Keatsum, Glenn Campbell, Tim Conway, who are basically 80 million, 50 million, 15 million, millions of dollars, all have dementia. None of them are able to live out their lives in their own home. All of them, they distress their families out. The financial industry, how do they make money? By investing your money, selling your products. That's the focus of that planning. What is your goal? I don't want to end up in a nursing home. I don't want to become a burden. Don't want to die broke. Does the financial industry, the normal pop culture language, help you with those goals? Answer is no. Doctors, what do they do? Fall ill, come see me. Do the doctors do very much to make sure that you're not going to end up in a nursing home, become a burden, die broke, if you were to fall ill? No. There are so many gaps there are, and yet we are thinking so confident that I've got everything that I need to do for retirement I've done. And I challenge you, maybe you do. Maybe you're one of the few people I've yet to meet who's got all the pieces put together, and you should be supremely confident everything is going okay. Majority of the people have all the pieces there, but they don't fit. And the advice you get is not necessarily the advice you need to get. And that's where life planning comes in. It's not difficult. It's not difficult to go ahead and figure that part out. Tarek? Well, there's that. <laughs> I, I don't know how to follow that up. I, I really don't. I mean, I guess the only way to do so is to head to break. Um, oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it right there. So ask your questions. I know you, after that you have to have questions. Something has to spark your mind, your interest. 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. The man knows what he's talking about. Let's be fair. All right? He knows what he's talking about. All right. Well, time to break. Before we do our world-famous segment that Rajiv has constantly gotten requests on, like, how, how are we able to do this so flawlessly? The game, of course, being 
what year was it? So what year was it when the Vietnam War ended, when Roe v. Wade was decided in the Supreme Court, when the average rent was $133 a month, and nowadays you'd be hard-pressed to find one that's less than $133 a day, and this was the most popular song of the year. Oh yeah, we're getting into a vibe right here in the Aging Options Studios. Can't lie, it's a it's a good song there by Marvin Gaye. But let's get it on. Ooh, gotta love it. What year did that come out? 1971, 1972, or 1973? We will give you the answer right before we hit the 11 o'clock hour. But once again, we are here for your questions. 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. Al, you're first up when we come back right here on Aging Options on AM 770 KTTH. It's your turn to join the program. Give us a call at 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Aging Options will be right back after this. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Homewatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here and... We'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Meet Rajiv Nagayich and ask questions at his next live seminar, Saturday, May 7th in Federal Way, or May 10th in Gig Harbor. 
Take the fear out of retirement planning and make your reservation today at lifepointlaw.com or by calling 253-838-3454. Online at lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. 253-838-3454. Call now. You know, at my age, we were really afraid. And he told me because our house is paid off, he said, you don't have to be afraid like that. And he said, I'm going to show you how to take care of your retirement so you have money in your account. And he's been wonderful. Everything he tells us, he proves on paper. He's not just against the financial advisor we had. He's telling us why he can help us. Well, not to throw a pun on the song in the background, but it seems like she's very satisfied with your uh, with your work, Rajiv. Welcome back to the program. I am Tarkan Sari, Rajiv Nagayich, alongside with me right here on Aging Options. If you have a question, if you have a comment, if you have something that is on your mind about life planning or aging, 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. And, well, I'll tell you what, Rajiv, we have a caller. It's Al the Ice Cream Guy coming in from Federal Way. Al, welcome. Good morning, Rajiv. Hey, Al. How are you? I'm doing real well. I just want to pass something by you. Um, Yes, sir. So, you know, we've taken your advice, and we have found a rambler to move into. And so my question is how, in regards to the safe harbor trust that we have, how should we title this house? So the house initially is going to be titled to your name, Al, you and your wife, right? There's there's nothing different right. about what you're going to do today. And 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 I'm glad you right. opened that the term safe harbor trust. Let's talk about it. We don't talk about it nearly as much as I used to at one time. So let's talk about that. So the planning that you've embarked on with me is to say, hey, I I like the idea about being able to grow old and have a plan in place that says if I fall ill. I want the care to come to me. Don't move me to a place of care. Don't put me in a nursing home. I want to be able to accomplish that without my wife or my children becoming my unpaid caregivers in the process. And I want to be able to do that without running out of money. Right? That's what your goal is. And to that end, we did several things. We First of all, we took a look at how are you approaching healthcare? And we talked about, you know, little little things we can do to improve our odds of not falling ill. Things like get a geriatric care doctor, eat right, exercise, socialize, and got got all that. Then we looked at housing, and in housing, I basically was saying, to probably was saying to you, as I do to all my clients, that look, it is very possible that you can plan to live your life out in your own home, but you need three things to make that happen. One, you need an age-friendly home, so clearly, the house you were living in was probably not suitable, and so now you have embarked and said, I have a rambler. If I fall ill, I don't have stairs to navigate. Everything is on the main floor. I'll be able to live out my life in my own home. The second thing that you need to make that happen, which now you've done the first thing, the second you need to do is to protect yourself money-wise because your health insurance policy, Medicare and Supplement, will not pay for people to come and help you stay in your own home. But Medicaid will. Medicaid is only available to people who are not rich. And you and I have our definition of who's, who's rich, who's not. And it could be some people will say, oh, if I have a half a million dollar estate, I'm rich. Most people today will say, if I have a million, two million, three million dollar, I'm rich. Well, the government has its own definition. 
if you have more than $2,000, you're too rich, you're not going to qualify for any benefits from Medicaid, and that's where the Safe Harbor Trust comes in. The way that the Safe Harbor Trust is set up is to recognize your life is going to go one or two ways. No one has the crystal ball to know exactly how your life is going to go. But it's going to go one or two ways. Both you and your wife are doing fine, and one day you, 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 one of you just simply goes to sleep and refuses to wake up. You just pass away. And if I'm going to go, I hope to God, I hope you're hearing me, God, if I'm going to go, please take me that way. I want to go to sleep, not wake up the next day. But that's not how it goes for everyone. Now, if that happens, you live in a community property estate. Between you and your wife, everything is 50-50. And if you had gone to a normal estate planning attorney, they would have said, oh, well, when Al, when you die, you want to leave your 50% to your wife. And when your wife dies, she'll leave it to you. And when both of you are gone, then you leave it to your kids in some way. And we said, please don't do that. Why not? If you died and left money to your wife, if you were so lucky that you didn't need long-term care, you didn't deal with illnesses towards the end of life, you were just lucky enough to go to sleep, not wake up, and you left the money to your wife, your wife is now a single person, and if she needed any long-term care under Medicaid, she would have to spend everything down to $2,000. And we said, no, let's interrupt that and say, instead of you leaving the money to your wife, Leave it in a safe harbor trust for your wife with your children managing the money because when you're dead and gone, they're the ones who are going to be looking after your wife. Don't just give them the responsibility, go take care of mom. Give them a part of money to say that, you know, if your mom needs anything, here's a part of money, use this money, take care of her. And then God willing, there'll be something left over that will pass on to you. And so you did the safe harbor trust. That's one way life can go, one of you just dies. But the other way life can go is that one of you falls ill. And you call me and say, Rajiv, uh, uh, you promised me that Medicaid would cover some of these bills. What do I need to do? And it's pretty darn simple. Move everything out of Al's name, put it in her, his wife's name, because Al can only have 2000 when he applies for Medicaid. Al's wife, on the other hand, can have a house, a car, uh, and a certain amount of uh, of assets and certain and an unlimited amount of income. And using those rules, I will be able to get you to get Medicaid to cover your care costs. So I didn't need a safe harbor trust. But after I move everything to your wife, what guarantee can she give me that she will not die before you? There can be no guarantee. Therefore, we have the safe harbor trust that if she died before you, everything would go to the trust, not to you. You would still get Medicaid and your children would be able to use the money to do things that mom was doing for you and make sure that your care is still coming to the home and your children are not the unpaid caregivers and you're not going to die broke in the process. You will be able to leave a little bit something to your children and not to a nursing home and not to the government. That's your safe harbor trust. So that those are the two things that we have done, right? And the third thing we did was to say, Make sure that aging is a family affair, that your children know what you are doing. And I'm sure we did a family meeting. Did we or did we not, Al? We did. Right. And so tell me, so I want our listeners to hear from you directly. What did, what did you think of the family meeting? And was that something, what did you get out of it? And what would you say to other people who have probably not done a family meeting? It's, you know, that was one of the best things we did. Because now every everybody that's in the family knows what's going on, what we've set up, how it works, what to do. Uh, that's all extremely 
beneficial. One should never, never do something like this and not do that. Right. And, and, and Dhiri, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but I did. Because, look, I mean, we all think we are pretty good about doing family meetings. And the thing that I say to people is children will not listen to you the same way they listen to somebody else. And after 22 years and after having experience doing this stuff, it's a skill and an art to be able to bring up these pretty interestingly very difficult topics and, and keep everything together. And now that you have all the three pieces there, you know you've got an age-friendly home. Congratulations, Al. You've done that. We know we've done what we need to do to protect your money. And we also know that if you were in the hospital, your children know exactly what they will need to do. So if the nurse says, which rehab center? They'll say, no, no, no. I want to bring dad back home. And I don't have a clue how to do it, so I'm going to have you work with this case manager. And you get my dad back home. And we know where we'll find the money. And everything will be the way that you want it to be, not the way that somebody else is telling you that it needs to be. So congratulations. I'm so glad to hear you changed your home. So let me ask you one more thing. So so in this title thing, do we have to add, like, tenants in common or any nomenclature? No, just, no nothing. You Just you, your name, your wife's name, husband and wife. Just make sure that they do not say joint tenants. So Rajiv and Jamie, husband and wife, that's the title. Husband and wife. Yep. Okay. Okay, real good. Uh, You know, for anybody that's listening, I just want to say that uh, Rajiv Nagaj is definitely the leading expert in the field of aging and elderly care. uh, He's uh, personally gone through the many situations that he talks about, and it's just well worth your time to go to a seminar. Can't thank you enough. Oh, thank you, Al, and I will pay you for that endorsement afterwards. No, <laughs> truly, thank you. I'll wait you. for the check. Yeah. No, truly, thank you. From yeah. the bottom of my heart, I am humbled to be able to help people because, you know, when I came to America many, many, many years ago, who would have thought that this little immigrant from little town India would be doing things that are impacting the lives of countless thousands of people all over America? And that's the beauty of being in, a, in America. It's such a melting pot, and we can all learn from each other. I'm humbled. Thank you for the opportunity, Al, and Ajon. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Tariq? I love that, by the way. Can I just say, I know we're overdue here, but uh, as a son of a Lebanese immigrant, I love that, you know, it is a melting pot. And that's, such a, that's a great point. I mean, it's really... It's really inspirational to see, uh, I mean, Rajiv, your journey from um, from India um, coming here. And, well, I mean, you, you, heard, you heard Al. You know, that explains itself. So, anyway, we're a little overdue for a break here. So, we're going we're gonna to break. But first, if you have a question like Al did or if you have a few comments to make, feel free to give us a call. We're here, here with you until 11 o'clock. So, 25 more minutes of excellent radio, 1-800-465-8770. Again, one 800 465 8770. All right, so what year was it when the Vietnam War ended, when Roe v. Wade was decided in the Supreme Court, when the average rent was $133 a month, and this was the most popular song of the year? So, Rajiv, are you a a fan of this song? I love this song. My God, I I, I heard this. This, this. Yeah, absolutely. I think this must be in the... 70s somewhere. I, I don't know what year, but I would think it would be in the 70s somewhere. 
Well, in fact, Rajiv, it's either 1971, 1972, yeah. or 1973. So hey, put your thinking cap on. And listeners, put your thinking caps on because we're going to give you the answer right at around 1059. So do not touch that dial. You are listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. We're here to take your questions. The number to call is 800 465 8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back after this. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here and... We'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayich. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Meet Rajiv Nagayich and ask questions at his next live seminar, Saturday, May 7th in Federal Way or May 10th in Gig Harbor. Take the fear out of retirement planning and make your reservation today at lifepointlaw.com or by calling 253-838-3454. Online at lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. 253-838-3454. Call now. The way that I actually ended up meeting Rajiv was to attend one of the seminars. My father had started to go into declining health, and I had wanted to be proactive. The seminar was probably what convinced us more than anything else. And I think the thing that impressed me the most was when Rajiv talked about his own life experience with his wife, her parents, 
I could sense this was a very sincere man. That's right. You heard that comment through the grapevine. Welcome back to the program. Tarek Ansari alongside the Rajiv Nagayich. If you have a question or comment, something that interests you, something about life planning, anything, we are here with you until 11 o'clock. Give us a call at one 800 465 8770. Again, that's 1 800 465 8770. Now, Rajiv, you heard in that uh, commercial break and as well at the end mentioning the seminars. Uh, now, I have to know because you've had seminars the last couple of weeks, big successes. So you're going to. You're going to. Gig Harbor. You're going to Federal Way. And I want you to describe to people who maybe live in Federal Way, Gig Harbor, maybe even around there, like in Tacoma, say uh, maybe someone who lives up near Silverdale who might come down to Gig Harbor. Like, what what would you say to those people who are on the fence who are wondering, gee, that seminar sounds interesting, but I wonder what 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 can I take from it? Uh, uh, you know, great question. What you can take away from that one is, <laughs> besides if you'd learn absolutely nothing, if I'm absolutely not going to show you anything, stick around, I'll buy you lunch after the fact, right? But besides that, you really <laughs> want to come because whatever planning you think you have in place gives you a 30% chance of success, leaves you with a 70% chance that you will grow old and if you fall ill, you will end up in a care facility against your wishes. You will become a burden on your children and loved ones, and or you will lose money to uncovered care costs. All the things that you do not want to have happen to you are likely, more likely to happen to you, but, need, but they need not. And I promise you, I'll show you exactly what you need to do to have a much better, much different outcome. There is nothing. I mean, I, I I used to not say this because I didn't want to sound arrogant, but I got to tell you, after 22 years, no, you will not find any other place that can give you this planning solution that aging options and life point law can give you. It's brute force. It is original thinking. and It is well-researched, well-based. It is absolutely... Uh, uh, you know, original thinking. You just cannot find a place and say that, oh, I'm going to do my retirement planning and let, let me compare as to what Rajiv does to other people. There's no comparison. You need to. You exactly. owe it to yourself. Tarek? I think that's a great point. I mean, if you make, make the 70-30 illusion a lot, and I like to think of it this way, you, are you going to sit down and, you know, have a, have breakfast at a, at a restaurant where that breakfast has a 70% chance of giving you food poisoning? No, you're not going to want to eat that meal, Rajiv. You're just not. You're not going to want to. So it, it would be you'd be hard pressed to find better knowledge or better information when it comes to life planning than Rajiv Nagayich. And again, you can check it out. You can check it out. His seminars coming up on the third and the tenth. The third, of course, being at one p.m. at LifePoint Law's Federal Way Campus. You can sign up by going to LifePointLaw.com. Let's say you're in Gig Harbor. Well, I don't want to go over to the bridge. I, I get you. That bridge is very windy. And uh, it can be a nuisance sometimes. I biked over it. I would not recommend it for anybody, by the way. Uh, then, in that case, stay on your side of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge and go Gig Harbor on the 10th. And again, you can go to lifepointlaw.com and sign up. It's at 1 p.m. and it's free. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it's free. I don't know how else to tell you this. When you're getting this kind of information for that price, I mean, it does not get better. Again, the third in Federal Way, the 10th in Gig Harbor. It's a good idea. So do check it out. 
And speaking of checking it out, Rajiv, we have a few minutes here. So I want to remind our listeners, you can always give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. But let's, let's look at these last two stories we have for today, uh, including uh, age-appropriate medical care. Now, I thought this was a little alarming because I have a grandmother who's getting what we consider age-appropriate medical care, and she's nearing the age of 80. She's 79 right now. And uh, I was looking at this story, and I was rather concerned because without the right doctor, apparently the answer of is there age-appropriate medical care for your loved one, it might surprise you, and not in a good way. Well, it does. And, and you know, the, the he- headline that, I, that, that you read out, that says it all, that what is more important to you? Do you want to like your doctor, or do you want your doctor to deliver – competent and appropriate care, which is more important. And, and, and it turns out people would much rather like their doctor more than worry about whether they're getting appropriate care or not. Isn't that a sad statement, right? Because how do you know what is appropriate care? How do you know how to get the best type of care that you can end up getting? And you have all sorts of promises that are made uh, when it comes to healthcare from all sorts of professionals that, you know, come see us and we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this. And, and, and for all good reasons. I mean, nobody wakes up in the morning saying, whose life am I going to mess up today? Let me go and see how many people I can destroy today. <laughs> everyone wakes up saying, I want to do my sincere best for everyone. But when it comes to healthcare, I mean, the, the reality is this, that you, and this article, I think you need to go to agingoptions.com and read this article. Uh, this article is written by a nurse who basically is talking about, and, and I'll read some, some of the common pieces uh, of the, the one that really got my attention. Um, uh, da, 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 da. It, it starts by saying uh, that, let's see up here. Um, if there is an aging loved one in your life, chances are that you've already got some chronic, med- uh, they've already got some chronic medical conditions, heart disease, high blood pressure, respiratory disease, and other common issues being, uh, bring them to the doctor. And the primary care doctor, who you love very much, she didn't say that, I just added those words. And the primary care doctor makes referrals to specialists. Each specialist focuses on their area of expertise and prescribes medications to treat what they see. Uh, keep it from getting worse or prevent crisis caused by that condition. Before long, your aging parent is taking dozens or more pills a day, sometimes three or four times a day. Is this a problem? Definitely yes. From my retired public health nurse's point of view at agingparents.com, I distinctly recall visiting my elderly clients at home and checking to see what they were taking. I sometimes found shoeboxes full of medication bottles, some the very same one prescribed by two different physicians. The client was taking twice the recommended amount of it and did not realize it. And the article goes on and on. And then her recommendation, of course, is instead of saying, you know, how well do you like the, the, the doctor? The doctor's effectiveness is not the doctor's ability to give you referrals to specialists. That is not what you're looking for. What you're looking for is a quarterback who understands that the physiology of people over the age of 70 is different than the rest of the population. And part of the quarterback doctor's job is to keep an eye out on what all the other specialists are prescribing and doing and making sure that you are not taking the wrong medications, you're not getting the wrong interventions, Intervention that may be good for your heart may be bad for your kidney. 
you may be losing dementia. The typical person will say, well, you know, we can slow it down, something like that, but there's not a whole lot you can do. But a good uh, geriatric care physician who you need to have on your on your team will probably end up saying, I don't know, there's a study out of UCLA that says if you follow their prescription, which is you follow their prescribed protocol, you can reverse dementia at about 90% of the patients that they had seen in that study. And too often, way too often, even after, you know, and I, and I, I, I talked to, like I said, coming close to about 10,000 clients that I've helped over the last 20-some-odd years. Even when I'm talking to my clients, I'll say this to you, and if you're a client, listen up. I mean it when I say this. We talk about that, you know, if you can stay healthier longer, you will be thankful for that outcome. And one of the things you can do, get a geriatric care doctor. And then I follow up and say, did you get it? No, 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 no. Why did you not get it? Oh, I love my doctor. Why do you love your doctor? Oh, they give me they, they give me good. I mean, I can talk to them. They give me time. Uh, everything is good with them. They refer me to specialists and stuff. And I keep saying, it is not somebody's willingness to refer you to a specialist that is competence. Competence is some doctor understanding your physiology because of the education and their interest in this work and, and, and helping you lower your risk of going to a nursing home by 40%, lowering your risk of needing home care and home health by 40% because they know how to manage your care needs differently than the other doctors do. And that doctor is a board-certified geriatric care physician or a geriatric clinic. Talk about that all the time. Tarek? Great point. Great points made there. Of course, again, that story on the agingoptions.com website under the blog post area. And thank you again to Tony Boland for putting those together. Now it is time for a break. So real quick, what year was it when the Vietnam War ended, when, when Roe v. Wade was decided in the Supreme Court, when the average rent was just $133 a month, and this was the most popular song of the year? We are all sensitive people. Thank you, Marvin, for letting us know. Good. Excellent song. Now, what year did that sensitive song come out? 1971, 1972, or 1973? In just a little over 10 minutes, we'll give you the answer, so don't touch that dial. You are listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. Now's your last chance to call into the show. The toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Once again, dial 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back with more aging options right after this. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws. But it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. 
You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayic. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Meet Rajiv Nagayich and ask questions at his next live seminar, Saturday, May 7th in Federal Way or May 10th in Gig Harbor. Take the fear out of retirement planning and make your reservation today at lifepointlaw.com or by calling 253-838-3454. Online at lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. 253-838-3454. Call now. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the costs and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. Attend a seminar with your family, and it really was a good holiday present. Uh, The peace of mind and clarity and organization it brought to plans for two generations, and I would encourage everybody to take advantage of these things. Welcome back to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. Rajiv Degayach, that's right. The one for Master Your Future on PBS. You might have seen him on TV while he's on the radio with me right now. Uh, I'll tell you what. We're here with you the next couple of minutes. And uh, first things first, let's talk with Don, who's calling in from Seattle. Don, thanks for calling into the show, and welcome. Hey, Rajiv. Thanks for taking the call. Um, Rajiv, in the past, I have heard um, someone call in and say, hey, I'm getting close to retirement age. And uh, what what is that age that I need to make sure some things are, you know, taken care of um, with Social Security and, and anything else? And I was just wondering, um, now that I'm 63, I'm thinking, oh, I better find out because it seemed like at that time you said, yeah, it's definitely to your benefit to have everything signed and, and, and determined and, and options chosen. Can you tell me a little bit more about that now? Absolutely. I think, you know, when you're looking, you're asking all the right questions. But but my sense is that, you know, because your your focus when you said was when should I start Social Security, you called that out by name. 
uh, and, and, and a couple other things that are running in your mind, my sense is that you're still stuck in the traditional paradigm of traditional retirement planning, which is more about how much money do you have, when should you retire, should you, when should you start Social Security, should you have a long-term care policy, the government is forcing one on you, should you buy your own policy or not, all these types of questions. And I, I would expand that. And, and you've heard me talk about this not just to one, but pretty much everyone that look in retirement, here's what you're going to find. You're going to do planning around health issues. Uh, when you turn 65, you will look at Medicare and you will buy a supplement insurance plan. And if you just follow the traditional ball, you will end up going to talking to some insurance agent or re- do some research and end up buying the least expensive insurance plan that you need to end up buying. What that plan will give you is access to care after you fall ill. What you will miss out on is the reality that if you like the ring of growing old, never ending up in a nursing home, then you can only accomplish that by not falling ill. And traditional planning does not really talk about how to use insurance, how to find the right insurance, how to find the right doctors, so you cannot fall ill together. So that's the first thing that you need to be thinking about is differently is healthcare. How do you approach healthcare differently? Then you take a look at housing. Uh, the reality in, in, in America is if you grow old, fall ill, you will end up in the hospital. They'll save your life. And then they will want to probably in old age send you to a care facility, rehab center, memory care, assisted living, something like that. Exactly where you don't want to go. And nobody is going to talk to you at the planning stages about what do you need to do differently to pull a plan that guarantees you that the day that you fall ill, the care will come to you. Your children will not become your unpaid caregivers and you will not go broke in the process. So that's the second thing you need to look at in the planning stages. You have more options at this point of time. And the first caller, Al, who called in, he had done just that. We've been talking about that. He's been chipping away, working on the life plan, and he got that done this year. Third thing you will take a look at is all the financial issues you looked at, but with a twist. In the end, what you will find down is it's not the amount of money you have that will matter as much as you building a plan where you are sure that the day you are not managing the money, whoever manages your money, they will know how to use the money to give you a life that you want, not what other people want to give you. You will never hear that commercial from financial planning companies that it's not the amount of money that will matter in the end because financial outfits are going to make money by investing your money. The more money you have, the more money they make. Therefore, it's all about invest, 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 buy a policy, buy a policy, buy a product. Then legal planning is not going to be about just having wills, trust, powers of attorney. It's about having manuals of instructions because somebody else has to read these documents and rely on them to be able to have the authority to help you. So your documents need to read like manuals of instructions. Don, the best thing that you can do for yourself doesn't cost you a dime, but it does cost you about an hour of your time. Go to the next seminar that we have, get all the information that you need to, and then you can decide which way you want to go on this. Well, Rajiv, I, boy, you're, you don't have to convince me. I, 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 I did this um, about uh, eight years ago. I went to two of your seminars so that if I had any pushback from siblings and I got my parents to go and then I had one sibling that decided that uh, Rajiv's way uh, was uh, not as good as maybe her lawyer was and I just I got pushback from mother father um, let me let me do this i'm running totally out of time so let me put you on hold don't go away i'll come back and talk to you 
everything that you said is absolutely right, and and I'm going to do it. And I encourage everybody else to go do it. So I'll, I'll be seeing you soon. Thank you, Rajiv. Thank you, Don. Hey Don, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't want to interrupt you there, but like, hey, guess what? We're really close to the end of the show. So, what year was it when the Vietnam War ended? When Roe v. Wade was decided in the Supreme Court? When the average rent was one hundred and thirty-three dollars a month? And when Marvin Gaye had the biggest song of the year? Real quick, Ben, your guess: seventy-one, seventy-two, or seventy-three? What year was it? Uh, I was gonna say seventy-five, so seventy-three, I guess. <laughs> All seventy-three right. for me too. Seventy-three for you as well. All right, so as it turns out, the answer is also 1973. You guys win. That's a W for both of you. Thanks so much for listening to Aging Options. Go online, sign up for a seminar, and have a great rest of your Saturday. As Rajiv always says, age on, everyone. Age on Seattle. We'll see you next week.